0: everybody, I'm Bob Schneider, welcome to the Song Club.
1: I knew was a bad to meet you dear,
0: Oh yeah, here we are, oh how about that smooth cut, that's called the smooth cut. Already right off the bat, we're getting it done in a pro manner, son? I don't know if you've been keeping track, but we getting it done in a pro manner, sun. Welcome to the song club. I'm B. Schnetti, And uh, this is how we do it. This is how we do it the 49th time in a row. 49. Oh, we're out on the farm today. So dig that. And it's nighttime. That's why you can hear the night creatures. Sun. I don't know why, but I just want to say sun at the end of everything why cuz i'm in one of those moods son because this isn't the first time i've done the song club podcast number 49 this is the fourth time now did i do the entire episode all the way through once and then when and it was perfect maybe the best podcast that's ever been made by anybody on the planet yeah for sure. Mm. But. Did that one have any audio? When I went and checked it? No. It had no audio. Now is this one that I'm doing now going to have audio sun? Is it going to have audio sun? Who knows? I'll only know at the end of the podcast. Um, it's about a 50-50. fifty-fifty. 50 Now, if I have to do this podcast for the fifth time, is there a good chance that I might just be like, fuck it and not do the podcast? Probably not. You know why? Because I'm a pro. And pros do what pros do. They create the magic. And that's why I'm here. And that's why you guys are here. That's why you come back. That's why you guys come back to class, son. You guys come back to class because you know that I'm the best teacher in the school. You know you got other teachers like Mark Marin. He'll listen to your he'll listen to you, but will he? Does he actually listen? No, he has a lot of jibby jabby jibber jabber. John. Now he does ask his guests some questions. Do I have guests? Yeah, I do have guests. Who, who are they, Bobby? Well, let me tell you, son. The guests that I got are all named Bob Schneider. And they write songs, and then they make them available on their Patreon. Now, if you're a part of my Patreon, I just want to say thanks and welcome. I appreciate your support on Patreon, and I'm glad you guys are here, and you guys will get to download all the songs that I'm presenting on this Song Club podcast today. Are you going to share them with your friends? If you want, they're yours to do with what you will. Sort of. I mean, you can listen to them. You're not really supposed to share them with your friends, but you can because that's what people do. I mean, if I buy a pan at the store, my neighbor needs a pan to make something, to make some seaweed casserole or whatever the fuck they're going to make. Am I going to lend him the pan? Reluctantly, yeah, son. Reluctantly. And I'll be like, yo, when am I going to get this pan back? Because I got to make some stuff too. And also make sure you wash all that seaweedy taste out of this pan, son. So, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Now, let's say you're listening to this podcast because, I don't know, you just like to listen to podcasts for free. And you want to become a Patreon member so you can get these songs and do with as you will. You want to listen to all of them, maybe, because they're good. You can go to patreon.com backslash Bob Schneider. You can join today. You can get all the songs you hear today. Plus, you also get access to all my live streams. I do a live stream every Monday night. That's a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing it. I enjoy the interaction with all the people that are on that live stream in the chat. We got ourselves a little family, as we like to call it. It's a lot of fun. And uh, you get to join us there. And there's also some other stuff, depending on what level you want to join at. So there's that. And now let's get on with it. Let's get on with the song club podcasts. Son. What should I talk about? I mean, I've already, like I said, I've already done this podcast now. This is my fourth time. Did I tell some interesting fun stories the first three times? Oh yeah, I did. Am I going to try to retell those stories? Yeah. Guess what happens when I try to retell a story that was fun the first time? I try to recreate the fun, son. And when I try to recreate it, it usually doesn't work out so well. It's less fun and more, hmm, mun Now, did I just rhyme the word mundane with fun by saying mundane? Uh Uh-huh, hun. Yeah, son. I did. Done. Uh, I know this has nothing to do with the Song Club podcast, but how good does Wrath of Man, the new Guy Ritchie film, look? I don't know about you, but I'm. Last time I checked, I'm a dude, son. And there's certain movies that are just straight up made for dudes, I think. Now, I know, I know that there's some ladies right now going, Hey, son, don't be, don't be telling, don't be mansplaining. I get it. But there's certain shit that's just straight up made for dudes. And one of those things is called The Wrath of Man by Guy Ritchie. Like, I saw that I was like, I'm watching this shit in the theater. I'll put put on a goddamn gas mask and watch that shit in the theater. Son? That's how good that looks. I did watch his last movie. The Gentleman, which looked terrible, but turned out to be pretty good. Pretty good. I'll tell you who always surprises me is Matthew McConaughey. Because I'm like, I'm not going to like him in this. Turns out, he was fantastic. And he usually is. He's a very fine actor. I will say that. They didn't fuck around when they gave him that Oscar. Now, that Oscar speech that he gave, come on. Matthew, if you're listening to this podcast, and I hope you are, and I hope you become a Patreon member at the highest level, because you got that Buick money, son. But if you do and are listening to this, come on, dude. Run those speeches by me, and I'll tell you, don't do that speech. Because that shit was, what? What are you doing? Just be humble. Even if you're not. I mean, you might be. But when you do that speech, it does not sound like you're humble. It just sounds like you're like, "Uh, I'm the shit. And that's the way it is. And you can believe that all day long. I believe that all day long. About me. And am I saying it right now in this podcast? Yeah. Because it's not the damn Oscar ceremony, son. If I was on the Oscar ceremony, I'd be like, "Oh, shucks. I'm okay. These other guys that were up for the award, they're better than I am. But I just got lucky somehow and got it because I had a good role or whatever, good director or whatever. And I'll take it and I'm grateful. But I'm not going to spend three hours telling people how I'm the shit. Come on, Matthew. You're a great actor. And you're probably a good dude. I don't know you. Have I met you once? Back in the day? Yeah. Back in the day I met you? Do you remember meeting me? Probably not. Now, are you a big Bob Schneider fan? At one point you were. For sure. Are you now? Who knows? I don't know, because I haven't talked to you in a minute. Now, am I now having a conversation with Matthew McConaughey on my podcast? Yeah. And are you guys privy to it? Yeah. Is this sort of like having Matthew McConaughey as a guest on the podcast? Yeah. And you're like, Bob, are you going to let him speak? And the answer is no. No. I'll just ask questions and I'll answer them for them because I'm a dude, son. And that's what dudes do. Anyways, I was going to, on one of the previous versions of this podcast, I told a couple long ass stories. One of them was about the origin of the song game, which I think I've told before. And I think I knew that. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to tell it anyways. You know, like your dad or your grandpa or whoever it is that tells the same ass stories over and over again. It's not like they don't know they haven't told the story. They know they've told it. They're not sure if they've told it to you or to somebody else. But here's what they want to do. Tell the story because it's a good story. They got that shit locked and loaded. When we had Snowbid, I uh, journeyed. Kind of like a goddamn 1840s explorer from my house all the way to the highway just to make sure that that passage was up, you know, could be done in case there was a medical emergency. And it could be done, by the way. I was able to do it. But on the way, I met people that I'd never met before in my neighborhood. And one of them was this old timey dude that was like out of a cartoon. And I was like, what's up, old timey dude? And he was like, ardy dardy dardy dar. And I was like, what accent is that? Where are you from? And he, when I said, where are you from? He was like, I could hear this click, 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 click. Because he had some stories that he had chambered in his story gun, and he was about to go, Pop, 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 And I was like, here's what I didn't do, stop walking. So I'm walking this whole time, I'm not slowing down. And he knows it, because he's an old-timery dude and he knows what's up. So he starts popping off. Where, where do you, where do you mean? Where am I from? Where do you want me to start? And that's, I don't know what the accent is at the end. His accent was British, and I'm doing some, maybe that's Irish, maybe it's Scottish. It's, I think it's probably Scottish. Anyways, he's from Northern England, so the farther north in England you get, starts turning into Scottish until it eventually becomes true Scots. You got true Scots, son. Where he's from, he'll spit on the ground before he tells you. Is that another one of my guests? Yes, son. That's another guest. Anyways, he starts spitting out these stories. Rat, tat, 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 tat. And I was like, oh, this guy's cool, but I got to go. So I didn't hear anything that he said. I just kept moving. But he did have some snowshoes. He had some actual snowshoes that he'd parked by his mailbox. In Austin, Texas. And these were some old-ass snowshoes. I was like, what brand of hoarder is this motherfucker? With snowshoes. If he's got snowshoes, what doesn't he have? And I'm like, what's up with the snowshoes? He's like, I want to borrow them. I'm like, no. I don't. Because this isn't Norway this is Austin and yes there is snow on the ground and yes it's icy but I don't think those snowshoes are going to do dick son except turn me into a fucking icy hoverboard of a human being cause it's not like they were you know didn't have like nail bottoms these were for like thick packed powdery snow that you have to fucking walk through And that's not what we had. What we had was a fucking layer of plant-killing ice and no power. Why? You figure it out. You figure it out, son. Well, should we get into the songs? It is the song club, for God's sake. Why not? Let's listen to a song. This is a... uh, this is a new song. It's called Hollywood. And uh, let's just listen to it, and then I can chit-chat about it here in a second. Here it is. Uh, new song, Hollywood.
1: Your love's just like lemon and lime.
0: that lazy whistle son that's called that lazy whistle from the 40s dude back in the 40s like pretty much every song had that lazy whistle and I'm trying to bring that back I'm trying to bring that shit back son I don't know who that accent is the son guy I don't know who that guy is son but I like that dude cause he's saying son like it's He's saying not like it's, I'm not saying it like you're my son, but I am saying it like I'm your daddy. I am saying it like I'm your daddy, which is, you know, (laughs) not, not very respectful. I will say that. But I mean it in a, you know, uh, when I say I mean it in a fun way. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm acting like I'm being disrespectful, I mean, it in a fun way. Anyways, some you know, different strokes is a saying that was made popular at some point, And then they turned it into a TV show in the seventies. I think it was the seventies, could have been the eighties called different strokes and there was a guy named Rerun, who was overweight, but I have a feeling, if I were to look up, wait, oh, I'm I'm thinking of what's happening, which is a completely different show than Different Strokes. Different Strokes had a little guy in it, and his name was Gary Coleman. And even though he played a little kid, he was like 38. And then he got older. And then people are like, what happened? I thought he was a little kid. And they're like, no, he was 38. And now he's 72. And it's 1991. And now he looks like Yoda. Different strokes. Uh, anyways, I never watched it. I don't think I watched I mean maybe I I don't know why I didn't watch it I guess maybe I was in Germany at the time and maybe we didn't have it or I don't know and then at, at a certain point I was not in high school anymore and then I was out drinking and the last thing I don't think I watched anything that was on on like evening television from the time I, from like 83 to about now. Uh, except for maybe Seinfeld, which I watched for some reason. But even that, like, not regularly. I think I watched it once it was in syndication. But Yeah, there was a long time where I was like, what? Stay in and watch TV? I got to go out and do my thing, son. And that did not involve watching TV. Well, all right. So that song was called Hollywood. I don't remember what the uh, song phrase was, but it was something. How about that? How about Daddy? How about asking Daddy... A mind, and of course, you, nobody asked me this. It was just an idea that maybe somebody w- might be wondering, hmm, I wonder what the phrase was for that song, Hollywood. And then daddy answering the question, going, Yeah, I don't know. And then in my mind, there's like a little kid who dropped his ice cream cone on the ground with a tear, and daddy's going, I guess I could try to pick that up, but it doesn't make any difference because I still don't know what the song phrase was. So, And even if I pick it up, what am I going to dust off the rabies? The ground rabies and hand it back to you and go, here's your ice cream cone, enjoy. No, I'm not going to do that because I'm not a fucking monster, son. I'm just here to write some songs. And be as cool as you can possibly be. (laughs) As cool as you can possibly be at my age. Now, my son who's 15. He's like, Dad, because here's what I've been doing the last week or so with my son is I've been saying the word son the way I've been doing it here. You're welcome. And he's like, Dad, don't do that. And I'm like, okay, son. And then he kind of chuckles a little bit and makes him laugh. And so that's all I care about. If I can make my son laugh a little bit, dude, if I can make my son laugh a little bit, son, that's all I care about. If I can make my daughter or my son laugh, that's the most beautiful sound that I'm going to hear really, for the rest of my life. So that's what I live for. And then the rest of it's all like, whatever. Carpentry work. Oh, what's the carpentry work we've got on the sketch today? Oh, we've got the song club. How many times you want to do it? How about four times? Four times sounds perfect. I don't want to do it five times. That's for sure. All right, let's listen to another song. This is a song called Numbed. By the way, guess what the song title was for Numbed. Numbed. Let's listen to it. Let's check it out and see if it's any good. Why not? Here we go. Numbed. righty, it's coming in hot. It's coming in hot, yo. Son, it's coming Necessary You're wondering I'm numbed up Motherfucker Hey You over there Guess what Thanks daddy's Numbed up Oh Let me repeat it I'm numbed up Numbed (laughs) Oh my god Jesus Christ son What's up with Holmes Oh he's numbed up Oh, yeah? Okay, that's cool. Uh, My good... I say my good buddy. uh, A man that I admire for how cool he is, uh, Kevin McKinney is in the song game. You may know him from Soul Hat. He wrote a song called Numbed. But I renamed it to My Days Are Numbered, and it's so good. The chorus is My Days Are Numbered, My Nights Are Numbed, ah he's a great songwriter and he's in the song game now you might be like hey Bobby I want to be in the song game well you can be in the song game just not my song game you start your own song game it's real easy to do you just start it with you and one other person and you could add to that list as you go you just come up with a phrase set a time limit Write a song, your other friend writes a song, and then you play them for each other, and then you've got your own song game, and then you can start your own podcast, and then nobody can care. Just like with me, except you guys care, which I appreciate. But really, like literally there's 500 people that care, which I love, and thank you for being one of those 500 people that care. But then there's seven billion. who truly and without reservation do not give any shits about the song game or bishnids son and I don't like that at all now do I like being anonymous when I go anywhere in the world oh yeah do I like the fact that my face isn't the face of Brad Pitt? Not really. Because in my 20s, if I had the face of Brad Pitt, I would have gotten a lot of haze from the lay days. So, that would have been cool. And I could have really just written my own goddamn ticket if I looked like Brad Pitt. Now, am I an attractive man? Am I one of the most attractive people on the planet? Well, yes, of course I am. Do people hate me for my beauty? Yes. Do they envy me for my masculine virility? Yes, they do. Are all those people music critics? Yes. Are music critics shut in, grumpy ass dickheads for the most part? Yeah. Are there exceptions? Yes. Are the exceptions the ones that are listening to this podcast? Absolutely. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a music critic, you're off the hook. I'm not talking about you. I'm only talking about the music critics who are not listening to this podcast. Those people are a bunch of curmudgeon pieces of poop. And they can all go fuck themselves forever. Now, if they're listening to this, I'm not talking to you. I'm only talking to the people that aren't, son. So, by the way, that's most all of the music critics in the world. Here's a question. Ship sinking. There's five people on the ship. Four of them are not music critics, and one of them is a music critic. Who gets the life preservers? You figure it out and get back to me. Uh, let's listen to another new song, this one's called Hyundai, except I think you say it Hyundai, even though there's a Y that would make you want to go, hmm, hi, or he, hi, Hyundai, you just ignore it, kind of like you do with a lot of things, just like, alright, I know you're there, but I'm just going to ignore you, Hyundai. Uh, Anyways, it's called Hyundai. I wrote this one in a different DAW. Oh, shit, he said DAW, son. And for the non-technical people, that stands for Digital Audio Workstation. I record all my songs on a computer using a program called Logic. But there are many other DAWs. Pro Tools is one. And I used one called Ableton Live, which a lot of these young whippersnappers are using. And my friend Max Frost, who was in the song game, also a very talented young man. He keeps turning in these songs that sound like songs that I hear on the radio. And I'm like, how did you fucking do that, dude? And he goes, I've been using Ableton Live, man. You got to learn that. And I was like, why are you talking like that? And he goes, I'm not. You are doing a weird accent that has nothing to do with how I talk. Okay. Do I have Max Frost on as a guest right now? Yeah, I do. Did I think that I never had guests on this show? Yeah. But do I always have guests? Yeah. Always. Anyways, so because of him... In his brilliant songwriting, I decided, well, let me learn this Ableton live. And I recorded this one in Ableton live. Now you're going to hear something that sounds like pornography. Is it pornography? No. It's just me going like this. Mm-hmm. And then I just pitched my vocals up so it sounds like a lady, but it's just a, del- a feller, And the feller's name is B. Schneidsteins. All right, let's check it out here in Oh, we better crank this shit up. There it is.
1: That's me. That's me. Yeah. It's spitting in my ear. Shit's too loud. the ocean. Earn your big old eyes. Oh, like a ocean I got that notion. that different final solution to something to do with you leaving me alone for the rest of my
0: life. That ain't no Wi-Fi, ain't a dog bone Baby, I'm a mess, So maybe we can figure out a different plan I'm, I'm rapping i my teeth for a week Let me sneak up in the front seat I got some truth to speak Cause the way the clouds move around you Face in the sky Made me forget all the reasons why Your name will be forgotten And so am I I'm rapping I'm rapping. I do a lot of rapping on that song, and everybody's happy because I'm rapping. Yeah. Now, are there other rappers in the world? I guess so. Do people care about them? Yeah, they do. Why am I asking all these questions? Because I got guests. And their guest's name are me. So that's called Hyundai. Let's listen to another brand new song. This one's called, you know what? Because I was just going to say a bunch of interesting fun shit. But you know what? I'm excited to play these songs for you. Especially this new one. uh, This next one is called Horseradish. Mmm. Yum. Yum, Bobby. I know, right? Uh, I like horseradish now I'll just leave it at that anyways i uh this is a song I was just driving along and I just had this line come to me you got kisses like a whole horseradish and I was just like oh that's I don't know where that came from, but I like it. And so I grabbed my phone and I recorded it. Got 'cause because it's like a horse radish. Got a halo like a ham bone. And I recorded that, and then I put in my phone, sent it to myself. And then a couple days later, when I had to write my song for the week, I was like, oh, let me see if I can figure this out and turn it into a song. And I did. And I called it Horseradish. And... Let's listen to it as a group while the birds do their thing, jing. Here we go. You got kisses of a horse, fresh, got hugging like I have. Like an apple pie, gotta jump out like a bank loan I went walking in the desert, but the rain came down. So well my big plans left me stranded in the strain. Uh, that's a good line right there. Got to punch like a bank boss. You got to grin like a golden chain, that golden chain line. Pretty proud of that. Uh There's a bunch of good lines in that song. I've been listening. I haven't been listening to him, but I have listened to a few songs by Kurt Vile in the last few weeks. Um, And he is now one of my favorite songwriters. Uh, Lyrically, he's so inventive and funny. And every once in a while, I hear somebody like him will come along and it just makes me want to be more, it just makes me want to be more creative. Like don't, don't stop at boring. Don't stop at okay like try to get to oh that's that's a great line try to get to that's a great line or not even that's a great line because that's actually a a way to kind of stop yourself from writing but just have fun basically be silly and uh, I, I do think that when I'm having fun being silly not taking myself too seriously in the songwriting process is really when I do come up with some nice stuff and I think there's some nice songs in that line in that song. And I'm really happy with the way it turned out. And so I hope you guys like it. And again, you know, a lot of these songs would be songs that would just sit on my computer. I'd write them. They'd sit on there. Uh, only the very best of the best songs ever get on the record. And I don't know if any of those would get on the record, but they're they're pretty good. And that horse rider song is, I really love that song. And I'm glad I get to share it with you guys I'm glad you guys get to you know get a copy of it and 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 uh you can check that out because otherwise you wouldn't and uh you yeah, I've got probably a thousand songs that that I've written over the years because I started you know pretty much writing in earnest back in probably ninety five but I mean I I was writing songs even before that. Um, but I've written a lot of songs. And uh, let's let's go back. Let's go back a few years and listen to a song from... I think I wrote this one in 2010, about the time I met my wife. She was pretty young when I met her. She was 24. And I uh, was pretty young. And uh, I wrote this song... Because I was smitten by her, and a uh, lots of times I found in my life when I'm when I fall in love with somebody, even though I might be, you know, like right now I'm in my late forties, and when I say late forties, I mean real late. But even a man uh, in his late forties uh, falling in love might not feel like an adult, but feel more like I felt like when I was a teenager. And lots of times, that's kind of the emotional age of some songs. Anyways, I wrote this one. It's kind of a fun song, and it's the idea was... The idea is, like, I'm gonna take my wife, she wasn't my wife at the time, my girlfriend, to the mall and buy her some stuff. Anyways, I wrote this song, and then I played it for my girlfriend at the time now wife and she was like this sounds like you're singing this song to like a 13 year old i'm like uh well i'm not it's a song kind of about you but let's check it out and try to not think about that or think about it and uh i don't know let's check it out and then we can talk about it we can have a discussion about it afterwards how about that just just Watch, look both ways before you step into traffic. Here we go. Oh, yeah, the 80s. Is that a drum machine? Oh,
1: yeah. Let's do this, baby, like it was
0: 1980. Mark Jacobs I'm just dude here's what I do here's what I don't do when I write songs actually like do research whatever I can pull out of my head that's what's going in the song um years and years ago when I was dating a famous person uh, I was given a Prada suit to wear to an award ceremony. I still have it. Have I been able to even s- squeeze even part of an arm into that suit in the last 15 years? No. I have not. Because I, you know, I grew I grew into who I am. A full-grown motherfucking man, son. And so yeah, So it's hard for me to squeeze into that suit. But I have not thrown it away because that thing is expansive. Would I have ever bought a Prada suit in my life? No. Is it because I have zero self-esteem or self-worth? Yes. That's why. Will I go to the men's warehouse and see if they've got something on sale once every 15 years and buy that suit? Yeah. That's what I'm buying. And then when, when... when all the dust settles, did I just spend way more than I thought I was going to spend at Men's Warehouse? Because they have all these little slippery add-ons. Yeah. Because you think you're going to spend two ninety-nine for a custom suit at Men's Warehouse. But by the time you leave, you've spent like $800. That's how they make all that money, son. I feel like that guy must have... For sure, that guy got canceled, right? I don't know anything about Men's Warehouse, but just when I see, when just when I think of those commercials, and I haven't seen any commercials with that guy in it in a while, but I just when I think of those commercials, I go, "Oh, that guy got canceled at some point, for sure, for something. Like, he did something." Here's what I know: I went in there and bought a suit one time, and I know I can't be just, you know, haphazardly using the hashtag Me Too. Thing, but, I mean, that's as close to me, too, as, as, I, as I've gotten going into Men's Warehouse. Uh, if they want to sponsor the show, I can change that story t- to whatever they want it to be. Because that's the kind of person I am. Fucking Integrity. That's my middle name. Bob Integrity Schnizzle Snacks. Yeah, that's right. Kids love it. All right, let's listen to another song. This is another song from around that period uh, 11 years ago. I was into 80s synthesizers. I was buying a bunch of synthesizers back then. And they also have these, sometimes they'll take an old synthesizer or an old drum machine and they'll circuit bend it where they put in some extra buttons and then you can distort it and change it and do stuff. And so I bought this drum machine that had some circuit bent knobs on it you'll hear it in this next song. It's pretty cool. Um, I haven't really, I haven't used it in years. I might have to use it again. It sounds pretty cool in this song. This is called The Gray Ray. The Gray Ray is a reference to this idea that you're in a tunnel and it's dark as fuck in the tunnel. And you're walking and you're walking and you're walking. you're like, God damn it. This fucking spidery, zombie-filled fucking tunnel seems to be going on forever. But then all of a sudden you see the tiniest gray ray of light at the end of the tunnel. And that's what this song's about. It's called The Gray Ray. Here we go. Oh, yeah, it's the 80s, baby. Sun. i in. So yeah, that's the gray ray at the end of the tunnel. I guess the reason that I even am doing those songs this week is I I, I was kind of looking through my library of songs and decided I was going to do an 80s dance party uh, live stream this weekend. And so I was trying to find all the songs that kind of remind me of the 80s. And those are definitely songs that remind me of the 80s. And I'll probably be playing that song this weekend. At our little 80s dance party. I hope you guys are there. Um I know some of you will be, and I'll be looking forward to that. Um that was called the Grey Ray. Let's listen to uh here's another one. I was shocked actually when I realized, oh, I've never included this demo in the song club. And now this is why I'm glad I have the song club. Because I don't believe the song's ever been released. But I could be wrong, and I know. If it has been, some of you guys will be like, oh, yeah, Bobby, that was on blah, blah, blah. But I don't, it was supposed to be on The Californian, but I don't think it was on The Californian. Uh, I recorded about 24 songs. The Californian originally was going to be a live album to kind of showcase what the band sounded like at the time. This was around 2006 or 2007. Um, Because Billy Harvey, who was the guitar player at that time, was leaving the band. And I was like, well, before he leaves the band, I would love to record a whole two hour set of us playing because we had grown into a really tight band at that point. So we went and recorded all these songs. We were going to add like live music, like live audience, like clapping and stuff like that to make it sound like a double live album. But what we found out was uh, if we, you know, paired it down to 11 songs it, it kind of became this rock record which was what I ended up putting out the California and so a bunch of songs never got released and one of them was the song ass knocker which people request all the time which I don't like to play necessarily very often um, but when you haven't like for instance I haven't played in a year for the most part I haven't played any live shows and uh, recently I played some live shows and I got requests request for Knocker, and I'm like, oh, I haven't played in forever. I'll play whatever you want. And I played Knocker, and it turns out, oh, I like that song, and it's fun. So this is really the definitive version of it that we recorded in the studio, but with the idea that it was going to sound live. So this is the way we perform it live, but with the studio quality. Son. Here it is, Knocker, and I'm glad you guys... Get a copy of it. Here it is. Check it out. That sounds like, uh, that sounds like every bit as iconic as, like, Stairway to Heaven to me right there. Oh, that's loud. Oh, I hope that didn't blow your speakers.
1: my
0: yo. Brothers.
1: Until you can't go on Stop over with the goodies and get it on All I want to do is like this motherfucker All night long, y'all Stop to the crack.
0: Man, it's so crazy what you can find on the internet. I swear to God. So I was like, well, let me see if that was actually on the Californian. Now, I know some of you are like, don't you know what's on your albums? No, I don't. Because once I record them, I never listen to them ever again. Um, So I looked up the Californian on Wikipedia And it's got all the information on here. Californian is the fifth solo studio album and seventh release project from Bob Schneider, released 2006. Originally planned as a double disc set, the Californian was produced in part as the culmination of Schneider's collaboration with rock guitarist Billy Harvey, who had been part of the touring band. And then it lists all the tracks. While never formally released, the Californian Disc 2 was intended to be a live album of songs with a raw feel and was recorded in studio with an audience track to be mixed in later. How about that? Who the fuck put that up on Wikipedia? Is what I want to know. Like, that's so crazy to me. Anyways. Crazy. Uh, And it looks real. Like, that looks like some real shit to me. Anyways. Pretty crazy. We live in a, a strange, wonderful, mysterious world. And I'm glad to be part of the world. And I'm glad you guys are part of the world. Whoever you are, I don't know you. But I'm glad you're part of the world. I'm glad you're part of the Song Club again. Thank you for supporting on Patreon. And if you want to support, it's easy. If you want to get your hot hands on these songs that you've heard today in the Song Club. And 48 other Song Club releases of eight songs, 48 times eight. I don't know what that is. What do I look like? Fucking Albert Einstein. That's all there. You join today, you get all that music and you get my new record in a room full of blood with a sleeping tiger weeks, months or days before it comes out on the other things, So, and you get to access to the uh, live stream and all that, all that good stuff. So if you're not a member and you're listening to this, I don't know who you are. I really don't know who you are, but join today, and uh, and thanks. I'm pre thanking you for joining, and of course most of you are already members, so thank you as well. All right, let's uh, get out of here with another new song. This is called Dude. I couldn't tell if he was coming or going. What do I know what this song is about? No, I don't. Do I write songs often, son? Where I just I don't even know what I'm what they're about yeah in fact most of the time once i when i start writing a song i don't know what i'm writing about i'm just writing down whatever comes into my head and as i'm writing it becomes clearer and clearer what the song's about and then at some point i'll write something and then maybe i'm singing it into the mic over some music and at some point i'll sing it in just the right way and i'm like oh that's what the song is that's the chorus hook and then I know what it is. And then once I know what it is, then the rest of it writes itself very easily. But this song I wrote and I'm like, I don't know what it is, but it's fun. And do I like listening to it? I kind of do. Does it sound like Iggy Azalea's Fancy? Mm, yeah. Like, does it sound like it's so much that if everybody put it out, people would be trolling the fuck out of me going, hey, man, that's Fancy. And I'll be like, I know it is, bitch. Anyways, that's why I will never put it out. Like, this song would never get put out. Except it is getting put out here in the song club. For you guys. Because you guys are the in crowd. You guys are the cool bunch. And it's so nice to be here with you guys. And we'll see you next month. Y'all have a wonderful month. If you guys want more podcast action, you can check out my twice-weekly podcast that I do with my friend Clint Wells. It's called I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay, where we just shoot the shit and have a good time. It's, it's a fun podcast, and I think you'd like it. If you like this one, you'll definitely like that one. Uh, come see me on Monday nights uh, during the live stream and say hi in the chat, and I'll try to say hi back. Okay, let's listen to it, and we'll get out of here. Thanks. Oh. Fancy, I'm fancy, son. I saw a dude. I couldn't tell if he was coming or going. I saw a dude. I couldn't tell if he was coming or going. I saw a dude. I couldn't tell if he was coming or going. I saw a dude. I couldn't tell if he was coming or going. His head was melting in the sun like ice cream. I mean the world was all chock full of star beams. Just glowing like the neon in your beautiful smile. I had to stop and slow it down for a while. I had to stop knowing my mom make a pile of all the useless shit in my life. I had to take the trash put it on the curb. I changed my mind from a noun to a Burb. I saw a dude I couldn't tell if he was coming or going I saw a dude I couldn't tell if he was coming or going I saw a dude I couldn't tell if he was coming or going I saw a dude I couldn't tell if he was coming or going you got a mouth that seems to get in your way I don't like getting caught in your bullet spray you're just popping at the club like a 4th of July you got a car before you come you can't be just stopping by I got the clutch in the trunk I took a nap on the hood can't help it if I'm so fucking good but the thing you see that's bothering me is even though I'm looking right at I don't know what I see. I saw a dude, I couldn't tell if he was coming or going. I saw a dude, I couldn't tell if he was coming or going.